0: Not backwards. And twirling, twirling, twirling <laughs> towards freedom. I forget what that's from. Uh, Treehouse of Horror. Bob Dole versus Bill Clinton. Versus oh, yeah. Kodos versus... Why Kennedy. does he do that? Just because they're weird aliens? Yeah, they don't okay. understand humor. Um They studied political speeches and they're like, this is how it works. <laughs> there was a hilarious post on the
1: subreddit The Simpsons today, uh someone posted that they had planted a lemon tree in their front yard and someone stole it, and they were like, it's those cousin-loving millions
0: <laughs> That's the first place I would look with Shelbyville. That's If, if your lemon tree goes missing, you go to Shelbyville. That's Bring either, a Winnebago.
1: That's either my first or second favorite
0: episode. It's one of my tops. Yeah. Well, you know, my top one, I was really excited because... Recently, Don't change the subject away from the, the lemons episode. In The Simpsons Tapped Out, the Space Coyote became a playable character. Oh,
1: no, I didn't know that. The Johnny Cash I, Space Coyote. I didn't know they had that now. Uh, yeah. But you got off of the Lemon Tree episode before we got to do a bunch of yeah, quotes from it.
0: Lemon of Troy, I believe was the name of that one.
1: Really? That's nice a cool spot. title. Uh, hey, there's a lemon behind that rock. <laughs> I love that.
0: It's, it's country time lemonade. I swear there's never been anything close to a real lemon in it.
1: <laughs> and then... Uh, one of my all-time favorite Simpsons jokes is in that episode, which is uh, when Milhouse sees alternate Milhouse yeah, that has the one what it strap. Feels
0: like when doves cry.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about when he has uh, his backpack on with one strap. And Milhouse, <laughs> hey, kid, you can't do that. That's my thing. I do that. Oh, man. Oh. Hey, if you're just now joining us, thank you so much for listening to the Flannel Cakes podcast.
0: We had a really big deal happen this weekend. <laughs> Oh, shit, that turned into a burp. Are you okay over That there? cough turned into
1: a burp. That's never happened to me,
0: I think. You coughed into a burp.
1: What? No, I ate a fart for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Um, only funny to us. Okay, moving on. So this week we had a episode
0: in front of a live audience. This this entire weekend was a pretty big deal. We went to Indie Popcon and we had some great interviews. Well, not interviews. We had some great conversations. Yeah, <laughs> with some awesome people. Uh, lots of cool stuff happened. We met. Lots and you're gonna of great get to folks. hear all of it. Took some fun pictures with cosplayers and lots of fun things happened to us. You're going to hear about it all over the
1: next few weeks. And we shared a room uh, with some reptiles for a little while. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to hear about that too. Uh, But this episode that you're about to hear is in front of a live studio audience. A live cafeteria audience. (laughs) Um, You know, maybe there wasn't a lot of people there, but I think that they were a dedicated few, and I think they really enjoyed it.
0: I think so. We got some positive feedback. I think we gained some new fans. Yeah, there were uh, definitely people who Ben and James and Fox. Yeah, you you waited like say their yeah. names.
1: That's awesome. No, they uh, they they were just there eating or whatever, and kind of got tuned into what we were saying. And they, I,
0: they got sucked in by our intense, our witty banter. Yeah.
1: And then uh, I, I people told us afterwards that they were very happy, and I was very happy. I thought it was a great episode. I think you're gonna like it. We want to make sure that we say thank you to
0: Popcon, all the people that we dealt with yeah, in that um, process. PopCon and everyone that worked with them was so awesome. Uh, Carl, and Rob, Kat, Leslie, and all the volunteers and everyone else that we ran into was super helpful. And they made it a great time. Speaking of conventions, at the end of this episode, you'll hear a huge
1: announcement that we have about GenCon, which is coming up in August in Indianapolis.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a convention. Uh, just a general convention of things, right? It's That's not. What Nope. no. Nope. I thought Gen Con meant no. Nope, like, that's not what that like means. Generic nope. convention. Nope. like some businessmen. They're going to revoke come. our media passes now. <laughs> so, what happens at the the Gen Con? Well, I'm the wrong guy to ask. It's uh, unfortunately, all Adam's like not... five star generals. <laughs> Well, the the best car insurance rates...
1: Will that guy be there? No, it's about uh, generators. Generators. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. right. Uh, Mostly how in zombie movies they always fail at
0: the wrong time. Are we talking gas generators or is this open to like... Uh, pedal power, wind power.
1: <coughs> well, it's mostly a gas generator convention. However, Elon Musk, I hear, is going to have a booth Ooh, at Gen Con Musk this year. Booth. Yeah, he'll be uh, debuting a new. Yeah, you can find it by the smell. A new generator that runs on farts or something like that. I don't know. Well, we could power our whole podcast. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm the wrong guy to ask about what the, the specific thing that Gen Con is for, and I I, I have a guess, but I think... It, it's... I know what it is. What is it? It's a tabletop convention.
0: It is a game. But it's is, tabletop But what gaming. does
1: it stand for? I, well, I can't tell you that part. I just, I know that before all conventions became general conventions, that's <laughs> what that one was known for, was it's
0: for tabletop gaming.
1: It's just generally a convention. No, stop saying general. Yeah, like, you're not giving them a good image by saying that.
0: is it actually just a very large family reunion it's a a generation con (laughs) it was established in 1968 as a war games convention by Gary Gygax who later created Dungeons and Dragons absolutely no information on the name Gen Con's name is a derivation of Geneva Convention interesting because it was all about war games huh that's funny well, we learned something today. We sure
1: did. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna throw it to the episode now. Um, sure. Cool. We'll enjoy this episode. Oh,
0: sorry. Pour a bowl of cereal and turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons. Please don't bother me could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills, and be responsible. But today it just doesn't feel possible. Let's talk about life and does and everything between. Things that keep you on the night and idiosyncrasy. Public matter, and dementia, you can't see. Good need to know what the nature of reality Let's talk about life and death and everything between. Breakfast, foods, and bad times. The cartoons on the TV. Breakfast, foods, and bad times. Cartoons on the TV.
1: Jack, I have three o'clock on is my it, phone. Is it
0: three o'clock? Would you like to begin? I think we're going. The mics are on. And
1: we're recording as well. Yeah. Could you stop swiping on Tinder long enough for us to do this podcast? I mean, it seems stupid to, to start doing that now. The most shocking thing to me was that it's our first ever live podcast, and here you are Tinder swiping right up until the bell and even a little bit past it. Even as I'm saying that, you haven't stopped. I, I'm done now. Are you taking this seriously? Very. Okay. Well, uh, we want to say hello to not, anybody. Not as,
0: not as serious as my search for Miss Wright.
1: <laughs> Did you find Miss Wright? It only shows first names. Uh, well, you know,
0: you got to start that conversation.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we want to say hello to anybody who's uh, listening in with us. We are the Flannel Cakes Podcast. My name is Maverick, and this is Jack.
0: Uh, thanks for eating crappy pizza with us. Uh. <laughs> Still good pizza. You know uh,
1: the vendors who sell said crappy pizza can hear what you're saying right now. I've eaten
0: two slices so far. I yeah. don't. I don't think that that made it any better. I, I, I endorse the crappy pizza. <laughs> Uh, d- well, first off, we want to say
1: thank you to yeah. PopCon for being so gracious <laughs> to let us do this live podcast here. And we want to say thank you to our new friends at the Established Facts podcast for providing this equipment.
0: Yeah, we didn't expect that there would be such a huge crowd, and uh, we're really moved. So thanks for being here. Yeah. We also didn't expect to have such wonderful equipment. We're not used to working with these nice microphones. Yeah. Uh, so you are yelling at me about using Tinder already. Yeah. But... I told you that this is the ideal weekend. If I want to meet someone who's interested in the same stuff, this is well, the place to do it.
1: I mean, yeah, Tinder's a un- location
0: based on un- Unfortunately, I-, I set my thing to within one mile right en- encompass the entire convention center, but it's also the same weekend as a women's gospel festival. Yeah. So there was. A lot uh, of ladies who yeah. married very young. <laughs> yes. Well, also, and a lot of ladies who are married to the Lord but still swiping right for other things. Uh, yeah. Well, within a one-mile circle of where we're sitting right now, you're also
1: encompassing part of downtown. So you're not just getting pop con goers in that mix.
0: It's not a flawless plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it definitely isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's uh, let's try to talk about our show a little bit for anybody who's out there and has not uh, not let's, heard of our show it's, before. It's
0: mostly like this. Mostly, Maverick yells at me for being on Tinder while recording, and then we eat cereal.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have a, uh, a kind of a nerdy nostalgia show. We every week we have a guest. We try to pick really interesting ones, and we've yeah, we had a couple of great, great ones this weekend from the
0: con. So, if you like the folks that are here. Uh, you can listen to yeah, us. Yeah, we'll and talk check about those.
1: Uh, but every week, our guest picks a cartoon and a cereal, and we eat the cereal with them. We watch the cartoon, and then we just have like a fun nerd discussion for about an hour. A lot of nostalgia talk, a lot of nerdy
0: stuff. Well, uh, there's also, according to some people, too much talk about Tinder.
1: <laughs> some people would say we talk about poop too much too. But you know, you yeah. can't silence the critics. Uh, Yeah, so let's talk about uh, our con so far
0: and some of the guests we've had. Well, before the guests, uh, just the con experience, someone went to get us stuff from Starbucks and asked if I wanted anything because they were going out to Starbucks, and I said, yes, I would like ten jazz CDs. (laughs) And they returned with coffee and absolutely no CDs. Not even a Michael Buble or something like that? Not even a Buble. Not even
1: like a discounted holiday mix or anything. We have to fire all of the Flannel Cakes interns now.
0: Yeah. All of, they're the gonna entire be, staff. They're going to be heartbroken.
1: Uh, yeah, so let's talk about our experience at the con this weekend. Uh, Wendy Patterson
0: no longer works for the Flannel Cakes podcast.
1: Let's, uh, let's start off with uh, the interaction where you had where a guy thought you were a celebrity.
0: Oh, it would be really awesome if that guy was here right now. Uh, some, some guy just walked up to me yesterday, and he stops me and goes, excuse me. And I was like, y- yes? He goes, are you somebody famous? <laughs> and I was like, um, please go on. Tell me. <laughs> I, like, I, I used to be in a band, and now I have a podcast. I don't know if that qualifies as famous. And he's like, oh, that's, that's probably it. Maybe I uh, recognize your voice. And it was your voice that tipped it off? No, I thank you. He, he, he was just blowing smoke, but oh. I, I shook his head and I said, hey, you know, it's great to meet a fan. So um, This sounds like the thing that the guy says right before he
1: tries to sell you something, like hands you the Scientology pamphlet or something.
0: Yeah, or like right before you're assassinated. You know, Are you somebody John famous? Style. Do you want to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Do uh, you want to have your own planet? <laughs> Um, Okay. Uh, Tell me about uh, your experience at the con so far. What's some of your favorite cosplay you've seen? Uh, What's a celebrity interaction you've had that's been great?
0: I feel like you're setting me up here.
1: (laughs) For which story specifically? Emoji. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, we were very, very excited to meet Michael Hogan, and there's a, the, the star he, of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, there's a lot of nerds here. who love Battlestar Michael Galactica, and are here to see Michael Hogan for that exact reason. But not
0: you, not me, sir.
1: Because if any of you have ever seen the show Man Seeking Woman, Michael
0: Hogan has a brief, one scene in the one episode of the show. A brief cameo that is my favorite moment in television history. <laughs> There's a scene where
1: he's uh, helping Jay Baruchel figure out what to text to a girl that he
0: likes. Yes, and he, he suggests that we need to deploy an emoji. And it's like your your trigger that makes you laugh yeah. uncontrollably every time you hear it. And
1: we yeah. we went to Michael it's Hogan. It's better when he says it. We recorded a video of him saying it to you, and it was better than every Christmas you've it ever had. It is the
0: best thing that has happened to me in my entire life. <laughs> what's, a, what's a cool cosplay you've seen this weekend that you liked? Ooh, that one's that one's trickier. Um, you you go. Uh,
1: well, my favorite until our friend Maggie ruined it for me was uh, the guy with the pug mask and the diaper and the gorilla suit and the maracas. Right, right. That was. I thought it was just that guy having a fun, unique costume until Maggie told me it's from like a commercial
0: or something. Which yeah, it's a lot less. do, thank you. Hey, which, they don't they don't sponsor this show.
1: Yeah, fuck them. Uh, so, <laughs> kids there are children present excuse me uh, yeah so that's uh, that's been fun doing that any other fun con experiences thus far
0: oh you know i think my favorite costume was the uh, the goofy movie cast oh, the, the, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. goof troop yeah that was really good fantastic work
1: i got to say i i'm not familiar with who each of those characters were there's goofy and goofy oh.
0: son and one of those characters that was voiced by Polly Shore before he died.
1: I remember that character, the Leaning Tower of Cheesa a guy
0: Yes, exactly. Okay,
1: I got it. All right. See, I'm not totally out of the loop on that. PJ is the name of another character PJ. from the Goof Troop? Okay, all right. Thank you, Peanut Gallery. Ludo. Uh, what about, uh, let's talk about what cool guests we've had this weekend, because we've we, had a yeah. lot of people who have been very generous to do the show and been very helpful and nice. Uh, yeah, we had some brief
0: interviews today with uh, the red ranger of, Yep. Uh, Stephen that Keir was MS. very fun uh we had dave eddings on today he sat down for a, a pretty cool talk dave eddings the voice of claptrap yep yep uh we had elizabeth maxwell on yesterday
1: from several rooster teeth projects i would say
0: elizabeth maxwell was my favorite podcast of the weekend
1: yeah it was really great she had yep. a wonderful talk with and us and also
0: someone randomly wandered into the office and had snakes yeah. <laughs> So, on, on our podcast, she wore a snake for a little while. We, we are sh- having a shared space this weekend with a large group of reptiles.
1: Yeah. And they made their way onto our podcast. Yeah. And then uh, the last one was uh, famed comic book writer Mark Wade. Yes. Was also on the show, and that was a really great discussion. Uh, if you like comic books. We watched 1978's Challenge of the Super Friends, the, the DC Justice League It, it was challenging. <laughs> it's challenging to make it through. I, I we've we've watched some bad, bad cartoons on this show, but that oh, yeah. was yikes. So, Maggie, hold your phone sideways. Sideways, Maggie.
0: You, you can like wrong. Photoshop a crowd of adoring fans here, right? Like Ed Sullivan Beatles Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just lots of hands, maybe like like some panties flying through the air. Yeah, we could Just, photoshop some panties in. Yeah. That'd be good. I mean, I, I, we should have thought ahead and brought some. <laughs> well,
1: um, I know you uh, told me that you wanted to put this off as long as possible, but
0: um, we no. do have
1: some very heartbreaking, kind of breaking news that yeah. you and I especially would our, want to talk about on this our, show. Our
0: good friend decided to ruin our day just a few moments ago yeah. and tell us that uh, Anton Yelchin passed away.
1: Yeah, for those of you not familiar... Uh, Anton, Anton Yelchin. Yelchin from
0: Star Trek he plays Chekhov. he's a, a young man he's born in Russia Charlie Bartlett
1: Yeah Great a wonderful movie. movie called Charlie Bartlett and uh, it was really it was really tough for us because I was I was saying to Adam you know Anton Yelchin not super famous I mean he's in Star Trek he's not super
0: famous but he's super not like amazing not a household
1: name and I said to Adam I was like now that he's passed on people are going to think I'm I'm just, you know,
0: trying to sound cool when I say that he has legitimately been my favorite actor for years no, now. No, he's incredible, and we've we've like lobbied to have him in like Spider-Man. I remember
1: how heartbroken yeah. we were when he didn't get Spider-Man. Yep. And uh, I'm not kidding. He literally, legitimately, my favorite actor for many years now. I wrote down a list of uh, movies that he's been in that we really loved a lot. I thought we could just kind of generally talk about whichever okay. ones. This is, the, to talk this is the about. list
0: of movies podcast. <laughs> You guys seen that done. one? Cool. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, the first one that came to mind right away was Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas. I, I love
0: it so, so much. Charlie I'm, Bartlett is my number one.
1: I thought for sure there'd be an Odd Thomas sequel. Mm-hmm. And I guess there still could be with a recast, but I wouldn't want to it that way. doesn't involve, you know, What's um, the dead. What's the name of the author that wrote Odd Thomas? Dean Dean Kuntz, I think. That's it. If you... If I went into that movie knowing that it was based on a Dean Koontz book, I would have never liked it. But no. it's legitimately really, really great and so fun and campy. It is.
0: And you know why it's so great? Anton Yelchin is in it. (laughs)
1: That's exactly why. Um, I haven't seen Green Room, that new one that just came out, but I've only heard really awesome things about
0: it. I want to see that pretty bad. Yeah, that looks really cool. Patrick Stewart with a beard as like a crazy redneck. Um, Obviously, we love Charlie Bartlett a lot. I I met my
1: my, most recent girl I was in a relationship with. I met her because of our mutual interest in Charlie Bartlett. How did that come up? It was on our OKCupid okay profile, <laughs> and I'm sure no one who ever looked at yeah. OK OKCupid profile even knew what that movie was.
0: I didn't know people did look at those. That,
1: you know what? Another thing about Charlie Bartlett, that movie, mm. so many people consider Iron Man to be like the return of Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Robert Downey
0: Jr. was never gone.
1: And it's because, like, oh well, he's just playing himself, so it's easy for him to
0: to play that role.
1: But he played the Robert Downey Jr. role in Charlie Bartlett yes. before Iron Man came out. The
0: troubled alcoholic.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, so maybe Robert that Downey. movie was the resurgence of Robert Downey Jr. It was for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, the first thing that we brought up, or brought up, excuse me, when we were kind of reminiscing about our love for Anton Yelchin was that scene in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. It was the first thing I thought of. He's very young. He's like 12 years old.
0: I, I'm a magician. Yeah, there's a scene where he's uh, he's well, Larry's so, nephew, I think. So, someone had to show you that trick. So a magician had to re- Well, he could tell that I was a magician also.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Anton like kind of messing with Larry that he
0: won't show him how a card trick is done. Larry David's interaction with children is... Funny 100% of the time.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I wrote down a, a movie that
0: I haven't seen, but you like a lot, called Only Lovers Left Alive. That is an awesome movie. A, a little overlong. You guys you guys seen Lovers Left Alive? That guy <laughs> likes it. Um, I wrote The Beaver. You're, you're the person who had it, and I had to wait for you to return it to get it from Netflix. Their one, their one they're one copy that they're sending keep around. did you it? That guy definitely likes it, then he yeah. has it on Blu-ray. That's a collector's item. I think it's probably the only one. <laughs> uh. um, I wrote to The Beaver, I wrote Like Crazy, Alpha Dog. I was didn't like even remember that he was in The Beaver.
1: Yeah, yeah, me neither. Well, Alpha Dog was like a breakout role for him. He was kind of a nobody before that. The, the Beaver was my introduction to one of my favorite bands, Frightened Rabbit. I didn't know that they did the soundtrack for that. Yes. Um, Hearts in Atlantis, he was in that when he was really young oh,
0: Another great movie
1: And then uh, at the risk of ruining whatever little audience we have here I'm going to say something really unpopular Which is that Jack and I I love
0: saying unpopular things <laughs> on our podcast Let's
1: see how many people we can drive we away right now We should
0: rename it Unpopular Opinions <laughs> from Unpopular Gas
1: uh, We are both huge fans of Terminator 4 Terminator Salvation We got to
0: nod. We got to nod. Yeah?
1: I don't... Uh, Thank you. I don't know why people act like it's so subpar compared to the others. I
0: will stand up for 100% of all Terminator films and television shows until I saw Genesis. Yeah. Good Lord. What a steaming pile. Uh, But no, Terminator I I didn't think Terminator could ever put me off. I, I was like, you're going to have to work at it. You Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, didn't even... I didn't blink. I was enthralled. Well, and everyone was like, well, that's where they lost me. I said, not me, sir. Yeah. Not me. I'm in it We're for gonna the long We're going to get to Terminator haul. 3. Hold on. I'm going to make it through every Terminator movie. And then... And then... Genesis...
1: To be fair, Terminator Genesis is—it's. Uh, it was
0: produced by the Skynet program to it's, torture it's like fans a, of Terminator.
1: It's like a whitewashed version. It's like here, how can we make it appealing to everybody?
0: Yeah, you know all that like gritty stuff that you love about Terminator. We're gonna get rid of all of that, and instead there's like flying micro bugs.
1: Anyway, yeah. let's stop
0: talking about bad Terminators and instead talk about Terminator Four. Wait, wait, you made a mistake. You just said bad Terminators. There's there's only one bad Terminator. <laughs> And then
1: he sometimes becomes good.
0: No, I, I, there's only one bad Terminator film, and it never becomes good.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm confused if we're talking about robots or movies right now.
0: Yes. Okay,
1: got it. Okay. Uh No, Terminator Four. Anton Yelchin is so great in that movie, and I, I, I was very excited when he got that role. And
0: he's Kyle Reese, like yes, future and he's father Kyle Reese. of John
1: Connor. Yeah. And then I just, while we're on this subject, I wanted to, I mean, we already said an unpopular opinion and we got thunderous applause from the audience. Yeah. And now I want to say one more. I hope, we, I hope more. we can cut
0: that out because it's going to its gonna crackle on the mics.
1: I want to say one more unpopular opinion before we move off this topic. Okay. Which is that if you like bad movies, if you enjoy watching a bad movie because it's fun, mm-hmm. Terminator 3 is great. I don't care no, what people say. No, you're wrong.
0: Terminator 3 is just a good movie. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> it's it's great for a reason, and we may it's differ on why. It's great for
0: many reasons.
1: Don't shy away from it. Should we talk about... Uh, it's not. No, I
0: will refuse to ever accept that Terminator 3 is a bad movie, and that's what makes it good. Terminator 3 is a Terminator movie, and that is what makes it good. Well, Terminator 5 is a Terminator movie, and you not just... Not really. You just poo-pooed <laughs> all over it. Yeah.
1: Can uh, can we really briefly talk about Mike Kripke's Basement? Mike Kripke's Basement? Yeah. Our that's, al- that's our almost band
0: name. Mike Kripke's Basement.
1: Yeah, that's where uh, John Connor first made out with his future wife.
0: Yeah. Cl- Claire Danes and Nick Stahl made out in Mike Kripke's Basement. And for some reason, Mike Kripke's Basement is now a shorthand for... I love you. ...cool projects. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, yeah, so... Uh, Anyway, all of that was to say, Anton Yelchin, really great actor, definitely will be missed. Yeah, huge bummer. Yeah, definitely, definitely a huge bummer and a, and a sad way to, to have our day go. Uh, can we talk a little bit? Still of, no
0: matches. What's that? Still no matches. Just checking.
1: Oh, you haven't gotten any tender no. matches recently? No. no. Not okay. since the
0: beginning of this podcast. Has
1: the weekend been fruitful for you overall? Uh,
0: you know what, let's... Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just say yeah, yeah. You're going on a date tonight. You want to talk do have about a, that? I do have a date tonight.
1: Well, tell us about... Where are you taking her?
0: I have no idea. You're not familiar with the city? No. Uh, I'm a recently future transplant to... Yeah, India. yeah, yeah.
1: You're moving to Indianapolis in, what, two weeks? Yes. And that's a terrifying life event for you. It is. Terrifying. <laughs> I, my, <laughs> I mean, do you want to talk about my, that fear at all?
0: My stomach has been, like, eating itself for weeks... <laughs> i'm i'm from illinois and i'm moving to indiana you know they're not that different really i've lived in both uh the billboards are different yeah as soon as you cross the state lines yeah we've talked before about uh how
1: soon as you cross the line to indiana there are scary billboards reminding you that you you are going to hell it's not a choice uh, it's going to happen it is a choice
0: they almost make it seem like there's nothing you can do. I mean, they're not they're not pro-choice about most other things, but <laughs> uh yeah, it's an an instant shift of like a reminder that Red State was a movie. Every time I cross in to in Indiana state line, I'm kind of like, "Oh, right, right. People are serious Red, Red about Red State was a thing." <laughs> yeah. I know it's not like based on true events, but I think it could be like a true event could later be based on that film. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, yeah, inspired yeah. by Red State.
1: Uh, well, speaking mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, people in their and in- it, intense- it
0: inspired terror in me.
1: Speaking of people in their intense feelings about things uh, here in Indiana, mm-hmm. just yesterday we went into a restroom here at the lovely Indiana Convention Center,
0: and uh, I you, urinated you on, on Mike, Mike Pence's, Pence's face. face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they. Su- the, there the, was a urinal cake. Someone with, generously supplied the urinals with Mike Pence stickers. And and you just went to town on it. I did. You peed right on his face. I didn't even have to go, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to muster something up for the occasion.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you were there to muster. No, uh,
0: at any convention, some, something that needs to be addressed is the ungodly smell of the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... You walk in You have and a public forum right now yeah, to address a, it a, Like a green Gas cloud hand <laughs> Just reaches out And just slaps you around Hooks you by the nostrils And just like gives you a swirly immediately <laughs> You start sweating When you hit the door It's like oh oh, this is uncomfortable In every way <laughs>
1: Yet yeah. uh, Yesterday
0: I was As this, a reminder yeah. thank you to PopCon yeah. For having us here on the live stage Thank you so much Uh, Thanks for not making us record in the bathroom. (laughs) I think that was their second choice. Um, I I had a very weird—I won't call it an interaction, but a happening in the restroom yesterday. Okay, tell us about it. Uh, Everything was open. All the urinals: tall, 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 short. Right. So I'm a tall man. So the short one was out. I go straight to the first open one. Okay, the first tall one. The first tall one. Right. Immediately, a man walks right up next to me. Uses the t- the tall side on my left. He doesn't follow the one three five rule. No, he didn't at all, which was already a little bit weird. But then he stops. Cl- he, he like oh, changed my mind here. Closes up his pants, and I was like. Stage fight? Did he? Did he realize? Oh, I, I'm not abiding by the you one, asked three, him five. That? You
1: verbally no, spoke that?
0: I didn't ask. Okay. You don't you don't talk when that's happening. Yeah. No talking. So. I know the rules. <laughs> well, some people don't know the rules. If if you're unaware of the rules, no talking while pants are open. You're allowed a few coughs. You you can talk while you're washing hands. All right, but this is all business. So he's <laughs> it's, it's a he, business he transaction. He stops. He closes pants. He backs up behind me. And then comes around to the other side to use the little baby one. Whoa. Wasn't satisfied with the tall one or any of the others apparently. Why? Did you I know you don't. I you don't I know you, didn't ask you, him, you don't but... even glance. You you don't even Wait, glance. Why
1: did he want the short
0: one? In, in any other situation I would have given him a look, but again, business, business, yeah.
1: That seems very strange
0: uh I found it weird.
1: Well you know I think this is also Slightly an important time. We've had a few PSAs on this podcast and I yeah. think this is an important
0: time for any fathers here with their young sons. Teach you, you need I, I, it's difficult but when you have children eventually you are going to have the talk of bathroom etiquette. Yeah teach them the 135 rule. Yeah 135 always. We believe in public s- or, or personal space in this country. Side-by-sides are absolutely allowed in a crowd. Yeah, yeah, no. Allowed it, in no, a crowd. Please. Kids love learning things with rhymes.
1: He right next to me... And, wait, what was the rhyme you created?
0: When there's a crowd, it's always allowed.
1: <laughs> children, it's it's been proven that children remember these rules better when there's rhyming involved. I've already forgotten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, one, three, five... Very, very important. One, three, five, and nine, eleven. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Numbers to remember. Very, very important. Um, any other interactions you've had at Popcon that you want to go over? Steve Cardenas kind of made buddies with us. I, I guess he did. We were in line. Some make- random
0: guy just walked up behind us and, and patted us on the shoulder and asked us what we were doing. And it was uh, the Red Power Ranger. <laughs> and that was something when I was a kid that I probably would never have guessed would happen. That one day I'd be standing around and uh, Jason, the Red Ranger, would go, Hey man, are you, are you guys waiting in line here? Oh, this guy's really cool. Yeah, he kind of nerded out with us about how cool David Eddings is. Well, David Eddings is pretty pretty darn cool. Ugh. I'm having such a hard time not swearing. <laughs> so hard. Are you going to be able to make it to the end? I, I, if my mom knew what a podcast was and that I had one. <laughs> oh, she doesn't? Okay. I, it, I would have to have her like come and sit here. To not swear—that's
1: <laughs> the only thing that could get That's you. That's pretty to do it. much
0: it. I was a substitute teacher for a, a short time, not do- not because I couldn't abide by the, the rule, but <laughs> I I found it so hard in that situation to not swear at children in school. They're probably thinking the same thing. Yeah, they had no problem swearing at me.
1: Oh, I mean, not like can at you, me. Can you can you give us some? some letters that you might have heard
0: from children well it was school so we had all of the letters oh like 26 of them i imagine <laughs> uh yeah no At no least. no. The, in, in the spanish classrooms, some extras oh, yeah yeah got it
1: no what are Most some of what the are numbers some inappropriate well. words that children said to you when you were a substitute teacher <laughs> i mean you can use the here's my number Oh, you, you no. got a phone number from no, a student. No, there was
0: some inappropriate uh, student conduct. Okay, what are we talking about here? Well, before I became a substitute teacher, all of my friends would joke about like, oh, you know there's going to be young girls there. I'm crushed on a substitute. And I was like, ah, yeah, whatever you get. And then I got there and I go, oh my God, they're children. Like, <laughs> these are children. And then it just it stopped being funny and started being real creepy. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't realize how creepy it was. Well, with- you're an attractive man. Well, I, I'm like school hot, maybe like. Okay, all right. I mean, like when the, you're trapped the, in a box all day with the, the same 20, yeah, people, you get it's like the factory eye. Yeah. This guy likes school hot. Exactly. Like, if I was your teacher, you might have been like, "Hey, Mr. D." So, one advantage <laughs> I have as the co-host of your podcast is that anytime
1: you bring up a subject, I already know all the great stories from that subject. And so now I have to trigger you to bring up my favorite story from when you were a substitute teacher, which is when you uh, were asked to grade book reviews. <laughs> and uh, one of the students wrote a book review on. I'm, this title's escaping me. It's a Burt Reynolds movie. Deliverance? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the kids had to write a book review on deliverance.
0: No, I think you're mixing up two stories. When I was in seventh grade, I wrote a book report about deliverance. And when I took it off the shelf, my teacher goes. I don't know. You know what? You can probably handle that. And I hadn't seen the movie. And you're still scarred from reading it at that age. When I was reading the book, er early on there's a couple of vague sexual references. And I was like, oh, I don't know why she thought I couldn't handle this. I mean, this is pretty tame. I'm in seventh grade. I've heard these words by now. And then... About, like, 200, 250 pages in is squeal like a pig. And then I was like, oh, that's the reference. No, no, so you're not remembering this. You say I
1: don't remember it, but I remember it perfectly. That was my deliverance story. No, 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 no. I remember this perfectly. One of the students... Wrote a book report on deliverance, and you knew explicitly that they hadn't read the book because they talked about how the weirdest scene was where a guy shook a guy's hand for way too long. You're, you're and right. And then you wrote a handwritten note on it. Oh, you think this is the weirdest thing in this yeah. book? The I, I male rape that.
0: scene was not enough yeah, for you. I, uh... The, the, the kid wrote everything in his report was from what, like the first 30 pages of Deliverance. <laughs> he didn't even bother to watch the movie. Yeah, the everybody knows that movie, movie scene. And, and, I can yeah. say to you, squeal like a pig right now, and you'll know what I'm talking about. But But this kid said... Uh, it was very weird. Some weird things happened in the book, like when they interacted with people in the town and a guy wouldn't let his hand go when he was shaking it. And I was like, yeah, you didn't read this, buddy. <laughs> Either that or your standard for weird things is so bizarre that I will never comprehend it. And please get out of my classroom right now. I, I thought you were going to talk about the book report that I graded for this, this guy. Uh, he seemed like a nice enough guy. Everyone turns in these book reports, stapled. You know, a book report is several pages should be. His was one page, more like like two paragraphs long, <laughs> handwritten. Where handwritten? he just goes, he, it was written in the first person of like, uh, "Dear Mrs. So and So, I read this book. Uh, it was uh, about this. It takes place here." I guess I I don't know what you wanna know. I mean I did read it though, so if you wanna to talk to me and ask me some Are questions you me? I could tell you what the book that was about was in but it? I don't understand. Are you joking right that now? That was like I just pretty much read it aloud to you right now. That's pure I, insanity. i I've, in one in one sense I like I feel bad for him as in like well maybe he's wasn't didn't have the capabilities to perhaps write the the full thing. The American uh, up, education system up to failed it. But to to hand write a note it's like turning in a note that's like, here's why I didn't do my homework. Yeah, that is strange. You got a real eye opening yeah. look at the American education system. I, I did, yeah. It was kinda kinda freaky and and traumatizing Did uh,
1: did you ever have to get like real mad at a kid? Did you ever have like I, you I've seen you angry and it's terrifying. You've never seen me angry. Okay, I haven't seen it, but I did hear that story about the time you kicked down someone's door and threw a bunch of beer bottles at them. One beer they bottle. They had it coming, it by was, the way. We're not going to do that whole story didn't right now. I did bring
0: but, my own bottle. It was not a BYOB <laughs> door kicking situation. Just know they had it coming, okay? <laughs> they they were being very very unfriendly upstairs neighbors having a rowdy party, and they were throwing trash and, like, urine bottles down into the parking lot and, like, smashing things near my car, and then, without knowing that I was home the entire time, started throwing stuff down the balcony onto my balcony, at which point I was like, oh, somebody dropped this bottle, I should probably go up there and return it to them, and I didn't want to knock and, like, interrupt their party interactions or anything, so I... I used my foot to, to nudge the door open.
1: No, you didn't. You kicked it
0: down. Uh, I, did, I kicked it open. Kicking it down makes it sound like it like, came off of the hinges and a SWAT team filed in.
1: But you're like a big, scary man. If I was behind I, that door, I'd be
0: like, oh. <laughs> That was pretty much the face that happened. <laughs> uh, everything stopped immediately, and everyone turned, and it went, ah. And then, I mean, you
1: said some choice words to them, but we already established. Yeah, I, I
0: said some words that we shouldn't say, and then I threw a beer bottle at the wall. And they got I, the I message. Said, Guys, if you continue to litter, I'm going to have to return to this place, <laughs> and you will like it less. And then I, and then I threw it in, and then I, I went home. I went downstairs, and. And they knew what was up. Yes. Did
1: you ever have to, like, put a kid in line? Um, I,
0: I, I did throw somebody out. Well, what, was, what was this person doing? Uh, I don't even remember. Just being a real a-hole. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You gotta keep those can kids. Can we online. say that? Is that okay? An a-hole. a-hole? An a-hole.
1: I suppose. Okay. I mean, maybe b-hole would be a little he bit. more He was being a hole of some sort.
0: <laughs> On the whole, yeah. He was being a a b-hole. He was one hundred percent a <whole. laughs> a hole. Holy a hole! Let's just. How many more hole puns <laughs> can we do? I don't know. This pun train is coming into the station. I think the pun, the pun train. Can uh, I, I wrote this down? Can we we have uh, That's a lake, right? Lake Lake Pun Train.
1: Ponchar Train.
0: Oh okay, I'm thinking of a different lake.
1: Yeah, no, we've uh, we've talked before about how at some point throughout the life of this podcast, we want to eventually get in all the stories of the hardest times we've ever laughed. I want to shoehorn in one right now that we were reminiscing about the other day. We were having a a really fun time remembering this one.
0: Uh, All right. I don't know what one you're talking about. Well, I have an acronym written here. P-O-T-A. Yeah, Planet of the Apes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, so we saw... Another film franchise that I will stand up for... In every way, except for that one. But you're only talking about the two new ones. No, even the the classics. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But but the Wahlberg one was off the rails. That was the Terminator genesis of Planet of the Apes. I
1: like the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie. I mean, I haven't seen it as an adult. As a child, I liked it.
0: Well, when you become an adult, you should watch that movie again. (laughs) And you'll realize how wrong you were. (laughs) Um you know speaking of that
1: uh speaking of watching movies as an adult you only saw as a child just the other day I was in a hotel room and I was watching Rush Hour because it was like the only thing on <laughs>
0: yeah. I
1: could the, not the believe... hotel has, you you stayed in one
0: of those hotels that only has one channel that plays Rush Hour yeah. <laughs> Well they have Rush Hour 2 and 3 as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I the Rush Hour I could Network. not
1: believe how insanely bad of a movie that is. Like it is every horrible cop movie trope, stereotype, everything and horribly racist too. Like Oh, it is absolutely.
0: If it came out now, people would be like, "Not okay." I I think the phrase "you should you never touch a black man's radio" in that movie. I was like, "I'm offended by that. I'm a man, and you don't touch my radio. (laughs) Like, you don't touch anybody's radio. If you're not driving and you haven't been asked, you don't touch the radio." And why Why did they have to bring race into it at all? Chris Chris Tucker was like, uh, "This is about me." He had a chance to put the word out there for everyone. Don't touch the radio if you're not driving. It's not your call. And instead, he made it about him. He could have been a trendsetter. He could have
1: been. And instead, he went the other route, and then they made two more movies. (laughs) Yeah. Is there a a fourth one?
0: No, just three? Okay, thank you. Okay, so anyway, Planet of the Apes. The whole time you were talking about that, I was thinking of Shanghai Noon, and then I realized, oh, the the, the radio thing.
1: The hotel channel that has uh, Rush Hour 123, they also play Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights.
0: I know that they're not the same movie, but... No, they're the
1: same movie. It's the same... Don't they even have one of the same... Yeah, Jackie Jackie Chan Chan. is in both. It's the same movie.
0: It's like... They they couldn't call it, like, Rush Hour, but, like, slightly less rushed, because the horses don't move as quickly. Yeah. They were like... I mean, it's too long.
1: It's so funny when he's with a black guy. Let's get a white guy this time. It'll be even funnier. I mean, they made two. They did make two. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Planet of the Apes. So we saw the first reboot in theaters, the James Franco one. Yes. Yeah. I, I can't take a guess at what it's called because those are very confusing titles. It's either Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I think it's
0: Rise of the Planet of the Apes because they're backwards, what they should be. I do remember them being
1: backwards. (laughs) Anybody in the peanut gallery know which one came out first? Yeah, they're super. Someone come up here and name all of the Fast and the Furious movies and get every word of every title exactly right. Okay. And and then never talk to me again. (laughs) Please. Uh, Okay, so we saw that movie in theaters. Yeah. Possibly a mistake. Um, I I don't think so. I liked it. Spoilers are a-coming. So if you haven't seen
0: it, uh, James Franco is a scientist that works... You've missed your window for spoilers on... on Yeah, they already made a sequel. On, like, the 2007 Planet of the Apes Also, if you know
1: anything about the franchise, you know that some stuff's going to happen. Okay, so James Franco plays a scientist in the movie who works with an ape named Caesar. I don't
0: think they need, like, a whole... Review of the plot. I'm getting to the point. The first time a monkey talks. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a scene,
0: a pivotal scene near the end, in where which Caesar, Caesar
1: speaks for the first time. He shouts the word no. And it's, it's the all, first it's time. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all gravelly
0: he and angry. He's makes got like, a like guttural angry noise. monkey brows happening.
1: Right. That resembles
0: human speech. And the theater is silent. A silence falls over and the crowd. Everyone goes, no. And then one guy. She way in the back. No, way in the back, I think. I'm, I'm going to say it was in front of us. Okay. I feel A about A guy breaks
1: me. the silence.
0: And he says, Whoa!
1: <laughs> and we immediately lost it. Like, I, all of that silence I couldn't was pay attention to the rest of the movie. I don't know what happens after that. Because I was the, laughing The apes so rise.
0: <laughs> it becomes their planet. Whoa! <laughs> but... I didn't know that happened until the sequel because I had never paid attention to the ending of that movie. <laughs> I, at the, I walked out of there, I was like, man, what? Did the apes rise? I mean, I guess he talked and then. <laughs> so now, anytime did we that go. Did
1: I not know that was coming?
0: <laughs> he might. He's like, you're speechless nev- right now. I've never heard of this, this planet, but I like apes a lot. Maybe I'll check this movie out. Uh, He's just blown away. Yeah. Uh, Did they use real monkeys?
1: Quick side question. Legitimately or not legitimately, did you like the the next one? Yes. Awesome. Love it. Really great movie.
0: Absolutely great. It's one of those movies that's like, oh, this is why people suck. (laughs) (laughs) That should be the tagline, why people suck. (laughs) Planet of the Apes, this is why we can't have nice things. That's good. I like
1: that. Yeah. Um let's uh let's talk about our show a Wait, little bit where people I, can find can, out about Can I about give us. you another
0: woe moment? Give me a woe moment. We got time. Okay. Planet of the Apes inspired the the, the whoa. A, a few months later we were watching Pacific Rim in a theater which okay, I, I don't remember I, this. I do maintain was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> And at one point in the movie, for some reason they have been unaware of the fact that they were holding a sword throughout the entire film. And like a they robot didn't, sword, they they didn't have to attempt to bludgeon aliens in the head repeatedly with punches. I've for, I've yeah. blocked this movie out of my mind. You, you did the right thing. And he takes a, the sword comes out and he's like slashes of uh, one of those pterodactyl alien things in half. And the movie was terrible, and neither of us right. were, were enjoying it particularly. Right. And so, to jazz it up a little bit, okay, I threw out a whoa, and then and then Pacific Rim wasn't so bad. Oh, if you imagine, you did a woe. Yeah, if you imagine that you're right. watching Pacific Rim with the whoa guy from Planet of the Apes, it's yeah. so much better. There was a silence, and you did a whoa, and I laughed really hard. I like remember I, that. I, I could make callbacks,
1: people. We should
0: we should callbacks. make callbacks. We should make a uh, mystery science theater just cut out. To put on the TV and there's just one guy sitting in a chair. Just put it in front of Pacific Rim and just imagine him saying, whoa, the whole time. And anything is better. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's talk about our show a little bit where people can find out about us and some stuff we have upcoming. We have People can coming. find
0: out about us on our show.
1: We uh, say off,
0: for, way too personal stuff all the time.
1: First off, for anybody who's been listening or half-listening out there, we have buttons and stickers, branded flannel kicks buttons and stickers up here if you want to come Also, for stuff. people who
0: aren't listening, you can still... I don't think they're an outrageous someone, price. Someone grab somebody who's not listening and tell them about the, the sticker and button offer. I'm joking, they're free. You could seriously come get some if you want. Yeah. But uh, we have
1: many PopCon guests coming up over the next few weeks. As we mentioned, David Eddings, Elizabeth Maxwell, Mark Wade, Steve Cardenas, uh, Michael Hogan. Am I forgetting someone?
0: I hope not. You'll look like a real jerk. I'm going to look like a real jerk if yeah. I forgot someone. Uh, a snake. Oh, 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 there was oh. a snake briefly on that one.
1: Tomorrow, uh, yeah, Ruby the Snake. Ruby Tomorrow, the snake We're going to have. With, Ru-
0: with the star of Ruby.
1: We are having the 501st Legion on our show
0: tomorrow. Yes, yes, we are. All, all of them.
1: Yeah, so our show comes out every Saturday morning. You can find it on iTunes, uh, Flannel Cakes on Facebook, Flannel Underscore Cakes on Twitter, FlannelCakesPodcast at gmail.com yeah. if you want to email, email us. the show. Maverick. Oh no, what no, 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 no. Would you, no, no! No no! What no. would you like no, 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 to no, no, see no, no, in our no, no, inbox no, no, no. this week? No no no! We have a long-standing tradition on this show that every week I ask Jack what he would like to see in our email inbox this we, week. Because we had a bit of a break, and this he always weekend. gives a great answer, and we've gotten great viewer mail from it. And yesterday he tried to pull a fast one on me and turn it around, and I was not prepared and didn't have a great answer, and I still don't. All right, then. Oh, you know uh, what? Okay, I got it, I got it, I got no, it, I got I, I it, think,
0: it. I think what I would I got, like... I got a good one. You're, a good, you're done. Wait, please. You're done here. I really have a good you're one. You're done here. Uh, what I would like to see at the inbox is suggestions for Maverick to re, for inbox requests. If you have an idea of what you think Maverick should want in our inbox, <laughs> send it to us, please. a real one. Okay. Tell us about... Save your, it for next time, I ask.
1: Go go ahead. Tell us about your favorite Anton Yelchin movie and why you love it.
0: All right, that's just going to be sad. But yeah,
1: well, I had to make it sad right there. Uh, I want to talk about one thing while we are here at a nerd convention that we have coming up. Ev- to- everyone has gone home at this point. <laughs> the con is over. Everybody, it is empty. No, we're here. Uh, with many thousands of nerds in attendance, and I want to tease something we have coming up in the next few weeks. And
0: many thousands of uh, gospel enthusiasts also.
1: No, they all went home. Oh. Uh, no, so we have something coming up soon that I want to tease to maybe get some listeners out of this. Oh, Yeah. We have a four-day pass to Gen Con that we will be giving away in some sort of listener contest yeah. in the next few weeks on our show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're
0: into cons, Gen Con's a good one. It's here. People you know, in Indianapolis you know are familiar with the Gen yeah, Con. Yeah, you know the way. Um, they know of it. But yeah, four-day
1: pass. I, we will have some sort of contest if you listen,
0: and you could win that pass. Something I would like to address sure. that I noticed before I even sat down at this table. If you removed all microphones, all PA equipment, all the signing, everything, and someone walked up here, they could tell that this is a podcasting stage. This, this tablecloth is littered with beard hair. There's just assorted beard hairs all over this table. It looks like these beard hairs specifically came from like, people's necks. Like, like if, if someone was trying to track a podcaster, they could have come through here and been like, ah, these are fresh. Extra greasy. Yeah, oh, it's from the, it's from the crappy pizza. I I used the napkins as best as I could, but they're, the napkins are kind of like paper towels. <laughs> neck beard comedy by neck beards about neck beards. I sh- I trimmed my neck like two days ago. I well, got that Tinder date you know, tonight.
1: I mean, I don't want to. I want to give a great tease for an upcoming episode. Elizabeth Maxwell comments on our beards. She's a beard fan, and she tells us, I, was she aware of this stage? I don't know. But she tells us her honest thoughts on our beards. Gives us some critiques, too. Yeah. Some, if, some ideas. That She's an attractive what, lady. She knows She's a very on. beautiful woman.
0: If I, I don't know if that appeals to any one person on this entire planet. If you personally would like to know what Elizabeth Maxwell of Rooster Teeth thinks of the beards of the hosts of the Flannel Cakes podcast... <laughs> Boy, do I have an opportunity for you. You're going to have to listen. And, and it's crickets.
1: <laughs> so it. we've got about two minutes. Um, I just want to say I think this is awesome that we did a live podcast. This actually happened. Some people even sat down and
0: stayed after the pizza was gone.
1: <laughs> you know, I'll, uh, I'll always remember when I think back to our first ever live podcast, the thing that will stick out in my mind, and, and maybe this wouldn't be a big deal to some people, but it made an impact on me. At one point, the cleaning staff came through here, and we got a laugh out of her. That that, that made my whole I I didn't weekend. want to break
0: stride, but that was my favorite part.
1: We got a laugh out of the cleaning staff. I, wonder I love if she's. It.
0: You think she's still here? I don't know. She's, I, she, was, she was sweet, but, dude, she doesn't hang around. If someone she's, sees her, give her a button and sticker. She's got some business to tend to here. All right. Jack, is there anything else you want to cover on this? Hmm... I don't know. Let's see if... Well, well we're see. out of time, so okay, it's not really check. an option. All right. Well, there was like a bunch of stuff that I just thought of that was really okay, great. Well, RIP Anton yeah. Yelchin. We'll you have will be to put missed. it on other shows. All right. Hey, hey thanks you guys for listening. Check us out. Check
1: us out. Bye.